Is barbecue sauce like, do you start with ketchup? I mean, we're each about to eat like, we're each gonna eat like a quarter of a bottle of <laughs> barbecue sauce if we eat all of this slime. <laughs> Which I'm hungry enough to do. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season four, episode 29. Yeah, we're going to the underwater reactor. Yep. Uh, back in June on. Last week, we got the big reveal. It was the big live stream episode. Mm-hmm. We went into the live stream. We got Cloud's memories all back together. It turns out that Zack was Cloud and Cloud was somebody else. Yeah, but Cloud's not like an invention of Genova or something. No. Nope. Cloud is a real person. Right. And um, he's been through some shit. And now he's back with like a new can-do attitude. It's great. <laughs> so both he and Tifa are back in the party. We got everyone back together and it's like, you know what would feel good? A good old-fashioned reactor infiltration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's go mm-hmm. to a Shinra-ass place <laughs> in like some industrial nightmare and yeah. infiltrate a reactor. Where are we up on the trip at this point? Like oh man, I mean I time is moving slowly for the last few weeks. Yeah, we're at the point of the trip where time doesn't mean anything anymore. Right, that's where we're at. Uh, is this day four, five? I don't know. We say this every time. We're on the same day as we've been for but a we, while. But we, you and I, are counting the days differently too. I, that's right. You're counting the first night. And that's I'm right. Not. So maybe it's day four for you. It could be day four for me. I think it is still. <laughs> not that that matters really, no. but just to give some context for our state of mind. Right. And also, the context is we just saw the most awesome thing in the game, and the last, like, ten-ish hours have just been unbelievable, so we are just in love. Yeah. So we've just entered Junon, and we're starting to, like, go on the elevators, and mm-hmm. we're talking about how far this series has come. Yeah, it's really dawning on us just, like, how complex this has gotten. Can you believe that that game, Final Fantasy One? Got them to hear. Like, that was iterated on enough to get to this. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. But it's like, having seen many of these steps, I'm like, I see how you take it. I see how, I it, see happens, how it, yeah. it happened. I totally see how it happened. The real thing is that, like, in a way, I feel like 6 is the ultimate version of the first game. And mm-hmm. that this is like. This is like another, it's stepping into an area where it's like, it's gonna be a different thing. Right, but also like, having the balls to do something new and different in storytelling. Yeah. The Shinra's collecting huge materia at the Junon Undersea Reactor. When they're done, they'll bring it to this airport. They're putting it in the old coal Get out of here before you get in the way. What, me? I'm gonna be watching from here, so that way you don't get in their way either. God. Let me down the hallway. So we're walking through the hallways of Junon. Yeah, and as usual, the Shinra employees are more than happy to tell us exactly what's going on. (laughs) And we walk out onto that big street. Yeah, the big, like, runway that the last we saw it, it turned into a bunch of guns. Yeah, it's back to being a street. Oh, we're back here. Yeah, last time it was in the middle of the march, and that guy was like, don't worry about your job, come on in. There's always time for a welcome. I just can't believe it. I never thought a monster-like weapon really existed. Good god. That's as bad as Cave of Dwarf. Yeah, but monster-like weapon. Yeah, now everyone here has dialogue to reflect what just happened. Yeah, and they haven't even upgraded their stores. Nope. Okay, so they haven't restocked any of these places. Weapon and Meteor scared everyone else off, but I'm still sitting south as usual. You and I are going out for firewood. 
while this is happening, I take Haley out to poop and grab some firewood. We're all very excited about your upcoming poops, Haley. Yep. I remember walking back in there like all fucked up because I had banged my head super hard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what is Haley doing? It's a, the ball is under your feet. Haley, you need to, I need to take that leash off of you. I hope you saved recently. As recently as possible. Because it's fun and good, but you had no idea how good it really was because you couldn't appreciate and understand well, the complexities no, no. of this But story. I still thought the story and the world were super cool and the characters were. Well, awesome. you could like follow the characters being cool and stuff, but like. I mean, at that age, I was pretty used to watching like cool stuff that I didn't fully understand. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that was kind of what I mostly did. <laughs> I mean, I loved the game when I was a kid because it was amazing yes. to behold, like visually stunning at Somehow the time. Somehow I keep getting like, into that headspace of like, but you saw it the way we see it now. Yeah, no, I'm like, no, ev even the crappy parts were fun <laughs> right. at the time. Yeah, <laughs> It's just amazing to me how much depth is there and nuance and like... Mm -hmm. Whereas, I feel like Final Fantasy is known for being convoluted and complicated, this feels confident in it being complicated. In the background, Ryan is infiltrating the Junon reactor. Yeah, we're like running through streets and up elevators and down tunnels, and eventually we'll find the entrance to the underwater reactor. Like, there's a confidence in, in like, people are gonna be able to follow this. We're gonna, like, barely, but they will. Yeah. Because this is complicated, but the ideas are here. Charge! And this is like a fun throwback. Mm -hmm. If you remember our drill instructor who was trying to teach us to be a good marcher. In the parade. Yeah, we come upon him like instructing a group of Shinra soldiers <laughs> to march, and, and they run off down yeah. the hallway. And we're like underground right now. Yeah, like we, we, I think, took a bit... Or maybe we're walking to the elevator now, but we're like in a. a I think a, we took one elevator, and now we've got to get get another very elevator. Very bunkery tunnel. Okay, I'm going the right way. I've been wandering around this place like, man, this place is huge. <laughs> and going into areas where I'm like, no, this is where we were when we were arrested. And this uh -huh. is the execution room. Right. By the end of the game, I think Junon is like bigger than Midgar if you don't include the tower. Like, yeah. there's so many locations. It's almost like we should have a whole video game only in Junon. I mean, I was thinking about that possibility <laughs> and I was going like, fuck, it's possible, I guess. Yeah, you play for like 10 hours and then you get to the Mr. Dolphin part and that's and that's like a 45 minute like quick time event thing where you're like dolphin jumping up the tower. Oh my and God. And then there's like an, a, a 90 minute walk through the whole, I mean, yeah, it could, it it could be happen. a whole game. You're right, it would be amazing. <laughs> right, we're, we left Tifa to suffocate and she saved herself. Fuck yeah. Yeah, write in with your guesses as to what that sound is. <laughs> it was clapping. I, well, I mean, every time I hear it, it just does not sound like clapping to me. <laughs> clapping of a different 
body part, perhaps. All right. Anyway, we get onto a big elevator and we ride it down to the ocean floor. Whoa! Whoa we're in the aquarium. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, every like new area, I'm, I'm at that place where I'm like, and here too. Yeah, we're in like one of those glass tubes that's underwater, so yeah. that you can like walk through and see like an aquarium the from the inside. You've got an idea that I like here. It's just like, yeah, to me that's one of the like main ingredients of Final Fantasy. It's like the yeah, all the places. Pretty adorable. Mm. It's Mr. Dolphin. Oh, do you think Mr. Dolphin's up there? Oh fuck, I hope we get to interact with Mr. Dolphin If we again. could fucking talk to Mr. Dolphin, I would be... Like, <laughs> then, then it's just like, oh, it's now just, you're... Now just, now we're just harvesting. Yeah. <laughs> just like... It's like, you were already drinking me up. You didn't need to put a finger in my asshole. Haley. So, or something. So are you in the... Is that a gauge that's that big? Go back a little bit. Yeah, that's an empty wow. full gauge. So we're in the underwater reactor. Yeah, we're in like a submarine bay where you can like come up inside of the reactor in a submarine. There's like a readout gauge, like a speedometer type thing that, that is the size yeah. of like a tunnel. Yeah, it's yeah, like a pressure gauge or something. Like but one just, of, just enormous. A, yeah, the, the arm on it is, is like the size of like a two-story building. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. That must just, that's just on the side of a canister. It's like... You're the size of the E. (laughs) By the way, that gauge is an empty full gauge. Oh, okay, so it's like a fuel gauge. (laughs) For what? Mako? I guess for the whole Mako reactor? I don't know. Is that a submarine? Is that a hook you can hop on? Is that a hook for hopping? The hook is hopping. The hop hook. How do you start this fire? Oh yeah, I started having trouble getting the fire started. Well, one thing is we didn't have any real tinder at all. Yeah, we just had logs. At a certain point, we were using like cardboard boxes. I was taking the up. like brochures from the <laughs> from like the place where they're like, here's all the amenities that they have out, and like burning stacks of them. You've been using your your just skin flint. Get some cardboard. I I've been. You know, like making my pile and then sticking some cardboard in it and then also putting cardboard underneath the grate to try to light. That sounds like that. Really, you gotta try to scavenge some something you can light on fire. That's the So we run down a tunnel in this like dry dock Mm -hmm. and there's like a reactor up ahead, but there's a guard stopping us. You, you're cloud. You are not getting this huge materia. We had a cardboard? Might be, I think. Oh, we have paper towels. No, that might work. Or is that. Well, it's just like you'll need. You need. It's helpful need to have something that's a little bit. I know, but like. I feel like that's gonna. You could probably make it happen with paper towels. You know what I mean? You fold this thing up and stick it in there. Yeah, like uh, if they remade this just game. Just like the caveman used to do it, you know? With paper towels. Yeah. Do you think they would, uh. Still call it just like huge materia and weapon and gear. No, no. Yeah, they could call it better. Right? We finally make our way to like the middle of the reactor. Yeah, a lot of fights through Junon. Yeah. And this one is like sort of like a big sort of containment looking reactor with red lasers shining around it. It's notable because it's slightly different from the other ones yeah. we've seen. Yeah, this is the deep sea reactor. Mm-hmm. The huge materia. 
there's a claw going in to grab it. So we're at the place with the huge materia, but we can't get it because Shinra brings in a claw game, and they, like, <laughs> pop the top on the reactor. And the claw goes down and, I guess, pulls the huge materia out of the reactor, yep. and we're left standing at the bottom of it like shit. Yeah, we gotta chase the claw down. Damn, just missed it. That's what, that's what you think, motherfucker. Well, maybe late, late night fire. Yeah. Huh? Like, maybe that's where that song came from. Lighting actual fires. <laughs> Lighting fires. Did we make it? Oh, fuck, it's Reno. <laughs> oh, they're, shit, they're loading it into the submarine. Not the second little biggest city in the world. What does it call itself? What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Reno, the city. Oh. It's some really stupid, like, name for itself that it has on its uh, gates. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it is. Is it, like, the littlest big city or something like that? Let me look this up. So we run into Reno of the Turks. He, he's here. Cloud? The biggest little city in the world. I don't you're know what else gonna I gonna help thinking. transport the huge materia, Reno. Unfortunately, I don't have time to deal with you. Whoa, what is this thing? Yeah, a mech machine starts, like, waddling over to us. Yeah, Reno doesn't have time to deal with us. We thought we were being so clever. <laughs> we're like, we're going to work for you now mm -hmm. the, with the materia. And he's like, have a death robot. Have a death robot. <laughs> Priority is the huge materia. And boy, is it a death robot. Mm -hmm. flare. Giga Flare. This is three things, like you can attack all three. Yeah. I'm kind of, I should be paying closer attention. Yeah, the arms have their own HP. Yeah, he's basically, he looks like a claw machine himself yeah. with sort of a tripod underneath him. He's got two big hanging arms. Yeah. And he has an eye in the middle that will shoot a laser that will basically just murder your entire party. Whoa. Shit. Fuck ass. Oh God. Well, that's not good. Come on. <laughs> no, God, fucking why? Why does it, oh my God, ah, I... Ryan threw a phoenix down on the enemy. Uh, well, it's like, you know, you, you press in sideways, go and go to my next guy, and it jumps to the enemy, and it's all active time, it's so bullshit. you don't have time to fuck around with that no, little gloved hand. No, you don't. <laughs> I just don't understand It's different every time. And, it, and like, I don't know why the fuck I can't... It's like, it's like left to, to get to bear it. And, yeah, I'm about to die, it's over. No. It's okay. It's like you hit left and it goes to bear it, and you hit left again and it jumps, and it go, to, the jumps to the fucking thing. thing. Yeah. Because I think, like, from your view, it's between them or some bullshit. I just, it, man. I know. And like these battles are fast. Like you don't have. They're time. really fast. Yeah. They're really fast. They're like the fastest in any of the games so far. That battle system is active as fuck. Yeah. Oh man. I wish we had Cure Three. How do we not yet? We're we, because we keep losing time. restore. Like we have, we're, we went without restore for like seven hours. Right, like well, that was dumb. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. No. And after that defeat, let's walk outside for a minute. Take some fresh air.
So while we take a break during the death, I uh, continue to read about the city of Reno. More importantly, it's many attempts at marketing itself. (laughs) Yeah, and the controversy here was that they were talking about changing the motto to a little west of center as the city (laughs) motto. (laughs) The mayor said he hates the idea of being referred to as a little west of anything. In fact, in reference to our Target Bay area tourism market, he says technically we're a little bit east. (laughs) (laughs) We have people in the city of Reno were like, I think it sounds like we're a bunch of crazies. Yeah. It could easily sound like that, too. It's like, quote, I don't know what it means a little bit of, a little west of center. I just really don't know. (laughs) That was longtime local Leon Friedman. So now it's back to the drawing board for the committee members who now have to think up a new slogan. God, it sounds like they have a really tough, important job. (laughs) Local casinos (laughs) say we're headed into one of the toughest economic winters we'll ever face. Casino owners are saying that? Well, it's Reno. That was in 2009. Oh, okay. So it actually makes Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was realize. like I was like Jesus. Yeah, no. This <laughs> is September 25th, 2009. That's I was like, the, you know what? That actually makes sense. We should be listening to what casino owners think. Dude, I spent New Year's Eve with Rachel. The two of us went to Atlantic City on New Year's Eve of 2008 to 2009. Uh-huh. And that Caesar's Palace was the saddest place I have ever been in my life. And I I've been to some sad places. Yeah. It wasn't really when I'm putting it on that scale, but it really was sparse, and the people who were there were not feeling good. And it was such an amazing thing to be like, as the economy crumbles around us, look at this casino. Sorry, I'm very focused on material right now. No, that's fine. No, like I said, I'm also talking to you and me in the future. That's true. I will hear it, even you if I don't hear it yeah, now. Even if you don't hear it now, everything that we say, you're going to hear. So, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> While the board members ditched the West of Center slogan, they're moving forward with the rest of the new campaign, which sells our area as refreshingly offbeat and uses the, a talking bighorn sheep to relay that message. Oh my god, okay. The ads will focus on our best-kept secrets. Things like awful, awful burgers and camel races. They have such a low opinion of themselves. <laughs> like, the marketing team for the city is starting at a place of like, well, we can't say it's great. We can't. That's not on the table. <laughs> no one will believe us. <laughs> Tourism execs say the campaign is meant to get rid of cringeworthy words and used in visitors' perceptions of our area, such as armpit and desert town (laughs) and change people's attitudes for good (laughs) I guess if you're responsible for like the world's perception of Reno (laughs) that is a tough job yeah, no wonder Reno 91 was was so good. I feel like you could make a million shows like that about any area of bureaucracy in Reno and it would be amazing yeah (laughs) wait a minute the mayor said, quote, Why should I apologize to anybody for living in this area? This is a great area. The people who live there must be like, fuck off. And this marketing team is like, the only way we can save you is to throw you under the bus. <laughs> oh, they have another quote from Leon Friedman about what we should call ourselves here in Reno. 
now. Uh-huh. Leon Friedman said, uh, the fun place. Reno is a fun place. Added Friedman's wife, Jeannie, get it together tap. Is the is what she would call it. Or how about, quote, stick with the biggest little city in the world, it's on the arch. What, are we gonna get a new arch too? <laughs> He's like, what He's about like, this stick with fucking, what we have? It's there. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I want to throw. Man, I didn't expect to end up on such a hilarious section. Not getting the huge material. So I switched it so Cloud is our healer since he's by far the most robust. Maybe Barrett is actually. Marketing officials estimate that the new campaign could mean a 14% jump in the number of visitors to their area. That sounds inflated. That's a crazy percentage. That is like an that that is such a if you can do that with an ad campaign, you just like you're the most successful ad man or something. Yeah, so the people who get paid to do this assure them that it's worthwhile. Yeah, the people who would be the only ones to benefit from this <laughs> are That's... sure that it would be successful. Oh, here's an article from four years later saying biggest little city slogan, now a rallying cry for Reno Public Pride. The thinking goes something like this. Most of us could live elsewhere, but we choose to live here for a whole list of reasons. Reasons that, taken all together, make up the character of our town. But periodically, someone takes a shot at our town. The Reno 911 TV show, too many magazine and newspaper <laughs> articles to list here. Even the Muppets have had their turn. And while we may laugh it off, after a while, it gets a little wearing. So a group of local folks, business types, artists, PR people among them, started kicking around ideas about addressing the problem. You may have read about this in our article four years ago. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm so fascinated by the saga of the Reno ad campaign. <laughs> I've got to know more. Hey, I'm as much as I possibly can. If I can, I if think we got to make a whole spin-off podcast about the re the history of like advertising Reno, right? You know, just the history of the public perception of Reno, Nevada. Like it's so. The kind of movement they were talking about needed something unifying. "Quote: We kept coming back to the biggest little city," says group member Natasha Borlin. We thought, why reinvent the wheel? And so biggest little city it is. Reno. We just watched the claw machine take the huge materia. Yeah, every time before you fight this boss, you've got to fight like two planned fights that have died. You know, you, you know the drill. Man, it was good of them to put the save point before this cutscene. What a bunch of assholes. A man from Sacramento came up with the biggest little city in the world. He was paid $100. It will surprise no one to learn that not everyone fell in love with it, and it was removed in 1934. Mm. There was an outcry, and it was put back up a year later. <laughs> so this is there's a history of this shit there, like from the beginning of when they first when somebody first put up the sign that said biggest little city. People were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the Come fuck on!" Are you really? And they took it down, and then half the other people were like, "I like it like that." Yeah. And then they put it back up. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, fight time. Round two. Oh, here's some honorable mentions of uh, things that didn't win the $100 back 80 uh -huh. years ago. Reno, comma, a city you'll like. Reno, comma, the best out west. Dude, he just killed me in one move. I didn't do anything. I just, had, I just got... 
How, he went twice, he did two moves and I was dead. How did that happen and not happen before? He got unlucky, really unlucky this time. I don't know, man, this guy is hard. What do we do? Try again. This is the next thing to do in the story, right? Yeah. It doesn't seem like we should be underleveled. I don't think we are, I think I'm just fucking up. Well, if he killed you before you could do anything. I mean, I could've, that could've just been unlucky. So what is this article? Reno's Big Little City Arch may fail hipster test. The mayor of Reno thinks it's time for a conversation about whether the Reno Arch is hip enough for a city trying to reinvent its brand. While this is going on, I'm like looking at how different material will change like a stat one point for yeah. different characters. And I'm just in another universe. Yeah. This is like a throwback to the first season when you were lost in your own darkness and I was talking about Oz, the television show. Yeah, this one luckily wasn't so much darkness, but I right. was just completely like, you were oh my God. Like, I had no awareness of it how even. How am I going to beat this boss? Oh, this is a different mayor. This is Mayor Hillary Sheave. I'm starting to get calls into my office from people that they believe that the arch is somewhat outdated. Who is calling into the mayor's office to be like, hey, I think the arch in the city is yeah, that sounds like somewhat bullshit. outdated. That sounds like they just want to replace it. Somewhat outdated. <laughs> There's so many people weighing in on whether or not we should start a community-wide discussion about the arch's future. I love reading about minor issues from places that have nothing to do with me. It's really... <laughs> I get wrapped up in it sometimes. Yeah, no You shit. sometimes just go to a Reddit for another city, a subreddit, <laughs> and just start looking through it. Uh, yeah. A new sandwich shop opened. It's my mom like, sends me fucking local articles from my hometown whenever they're, like, extra stupid because th there's two types of things that she'll send me. One is the New Hampshire paper being, like, Somebody from New Hampshire was ancillarily involved in that big world event. Like, he was at the stadium in the city where a thing happened on the other side of town was a guy from New Hampshire. The other oh, kind... I'm sorry, I can't, I can't right now. I need to... No, I'm sorry. We summon the Phoenix materia. A little droplet becomes a Phoenix. Is Phoenix gonna do damage or...? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I. I was incurring counterattacks stupidly. That's what I was doing. Okay, I think I think it's gonna work. I think we're gonna be okay. Is he magicing him? No, he has this laser attack that is fucking me up. But I think my problem is I was hitting the middle part, and that causes an instant counterattack. So I'm gonna go. Oh. Well, now he's doing an arm grab. Well, fuck That's you, fuck dude. That's move. not Jesus good. Jesus Christ! Now he's holding onto it. Yeah, so once I think I've figured out this counterattack thing, he just walks over and picks up Barrett. Yeah. And now I don't have Barrett He anymore. is a claw machine. <laughs> he picked you up out of your party. We should see what Vincent's like. Yeah, like, what's even going on in this one? An egg forms around this thing and it summons a boar? <laughs> and then it, yeah, it earthquakes it ripples, him. It ripples the floor. He's had some pretty interesting, like, change-ups in the pattern. It's really... Well, you're getting him down to his... Yeah, he's just a just an eyeball now. Yeah. Which is the most dangerous part of him. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, both arms are dead. It's tough, but you're doing it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he can do his attack without his arms. Oh, lapis laser. Shit. Jesus. But we beat him. And we learned a little something about Reno. Yes! yes. Thank God. Dude. Good work. Good fucking work. That was a hard one. Man. Good. 
Look how campfirey I got that campfire. Oh, you really, that's pretty picture perfect. That's pretty ideal there, Jeff. God's hand, is what we got from that. God's hand? An item. Huh. Damn, just a out submarine. There? Damn, so, so they was just buying time. So while we were distracted by the robot, they took the huge materia away on a red submarine. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another submarine in this docking bay. Perfect. Hold on to your horses. Let's get in front of them. Get it from them. Get it. Yeah. Get in front of them works better line, though. Oh, shit. Leviathan scales. Oh, he shit. Yeah, the fucking Leviathan Scales, which is going to turn out as like a super important item, is sitting in a random box at the end of a dock, which we easily could have walked right past. I mean, could we have easily walked by it? Like, I tried to walk by a chest once in season one. You complain about this every season, and yet I don't think you have ever missed a box or an item, because I don't think you can easily walk by any box. But someone could have. Someone could, hypothetically. If you needed them later in the game, where would you think to go look for them? Not here. I guess you well, got I mean, me with, underwater. like, it's underwater. I know, but, like, come on. There is a place where it seems like they're associated with, but... <sighs> I, I just am amazed that such an important thing is well, just in like, a random spot. They're still spot. doing it from the first game. Like, this is still mm-hmm. feels like Final Fantasy in that way. Yes. I think we're going to get to a point in the games where this, like... Well, this might not ever go <laughs> away, but... <laughs> Leviathan was in 4, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and not six. And they not they added it to six in one of the re-releases. Right, but not in the version. Not in, yeah. God, we know so fucking much about Final Fantasy now, dude. It's really crazy. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> it really is, because it's like we made this podcast not because we were Final Fantasy experts or something, telling you about Final Fantasy, but now it's or like, even like giant fans. Yeah, we're like, not even. This isn't like our thing. No. <laughs> This was just a thing we thought would be fun to do. Yeah, it was. After playing Chrono Trigger. And man, it is a thing that's fun to do. This is bad. Yeah, it's weird to think of us as like becoming, slowly but surely becoming, game by game, becoming experts on the game. Yeah. Like, there's very little I don't know about Final Fantasy 1, 4, and 6. Yeah. Very, very little I don't know about that one. Yeah, not a lot of questions I have. The truth is, I don't think we can ever know everything about these games. No. Like we we play through the whole <laughs> thing, and then we like rewatch ourselves, and we edit it, and still like once you think you've learned everything, there's always more. We always get some email about some major thing we had no idea yeah, about. It's craziness. I mean, and even so, though, the desperation attacks like it that blew my Yeah, mind. you're right. You're totally right. It's <laughs> like what? Fuck. <laughs> You want the sub? Just try and take it. Oh, submarine? Maybe we shouldn't piss them off. So we're fighting our way onto the submarine. Yeah, we like jumped down into the the hatch hole at the top. (laughs) Yeah, the hatch. (laughs) And we're inside. Yeah, we're taking a submarine. I wonder if we're going to take it to the mermaid temple and find Daryl. God, I hope so. If a fiend of water isn't defeated, we will become... Yeah, something like that. Something to that effect. Hey, yo, remember I was the leader first, man. And then also, again, when you were gone for a minute, and also when Tifa was gone, but even then I kind of wasn't because Sid was around. We come a long way since we got got on that train. Yeah, Lots of things changed. This and that. (laughs) He's doing that thing where it's like... (laughs) 
we've been through it all. Yeah. You got that stuff and went to that town and got more stuff. And we learned about your past. And we learned about everybody's past. Yeah, and Cloud's past was last. That was the last one. The last past. Yeah, well, we don't know anything about Yuffie yet. We make it into the cockpit where our old drill sergeant and a couple Shinra goons are freaking out because they're about to get killed. Yep. No, no, this is terrible. We don't have much time left. I don't want to die. There's still so much I've got to do. Is this the train conductor? Uh, we're on a submarine. A submarine conductor? Yeah. I've never even got to do my special victory dance in battle. All right, then make this your first victory. Oh, wait, this is the Go guy... Go on, show him. Yeah, it's the, it's the drill sergeant. The drill sergeant. Yes, sir. He has his own special move. Remember your last training. Begin. Yes, sir. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> oh, he stole mine! He stole ours! Well, we showed him the... And now he's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's my mine. special attack. Attack. Yeah, they're all doing Cloud's victory dance where he spins the sword mm-hmm. around. Claiming for their own. And this fight, you can choose to fight them or to just, like, take them hostage. <laughs> Take them prisoner. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. Fun. Yeah. We we take them hostage forever. Like they think they're just here. <laughs> Make them do drills. Someone please, I'm sorry, I can't take it anymore. I really have to pee. Okay. The lack of space, the shaking, the roar of the engine. Cloud looks like he's doing a little pee dance, I guess, as they're getting the submarine ready. Is he, like, getting claustrophobic or something? He's like, I gotta get out of here. Stop your blubbering. How we gonna move this without you? Hunk-a-junk. That's me new new tune, (laughs) hunk-a-junk. Just gotta do this. See, now you take over. Grab the guitar. Grab the guitar. Hey, you're right. I do feel a little better driving. No sweat. Just leave everything to me. Well, now, read the manual. So we're in the cockpit, and luckily there's a manual. Yeah, like, the Shinra guards are just kind of sitting to the side. We didn't even restrain them or anything. They mm-hmm. just don't, they're not going to fuck with us. And Cloud's going to read the entire instruction booklet for the of, submarine. For the submarine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember that, like, the gee spirits? Yeah, the, the gee tribe? Yeah. In Red 13's past. They never got to play the guitar. <laughs> Button placements. Up. Whoa. Fire torpedo. Oh my god, you get to shoot with our. We're on a submarine. Sub- we're gonna drive a submarine. Confirm that several mines have been dispersed on the ocean floor. Oh my god, we got depth charges. Monitored with Shinra's sonar radar. It's gonna be a total DOS boot situation. So they give you no indication of what it's gonna look like when you're actually driving a submarine. It's like one of those like vector tank games kind right. of. It's like an old arcadey kind of thing. But like you're hearing these instructions, which are very complicated. Mm-hmm. Like you have to deploy sonar <laughs> to see things that are around like <laughs> objective sink the red leader submarine carrying the huge materia time limit 10 minutes also separately you need to keep this nuclear reactor under advice Lock. get the enemy submarine in front of you too concentrate attack on the red leader submarine what okay complicated submarine sit in the seat start the mission fuck yeah this switch Main screen on. Change the screen mode. Oh, I accidentally put it in 4x3. Oh, put it back. So now the arcade game begins. Yeah, and it drops you in sort of like a big open space where you can see some sort of vector outlines, mm-hmm. but it's largely just black, and you're sort of going around... <laughs> Hearing sonaring, sonar. looking for mines you can't see. Whoa. Oh my god, what? 
Dude, what? Oh my god. I haven't seen a view like this in so long. Yeah, it's got that thing where, like, at a certain distance, it becomes just green outlines of mm -hmm. the topography of the area. Mm -hmm. Very much like the 13th floor, the movie that scooped the Matrix for no one but me. I haven't even heard of you it. You haven't even heard of it? <laughs> Same idea. Do you know what you're doing? Sort of. I'm hunting for the enemy sub. I have ten minutes. But you are also trying to stay away from the mines, right? Yeah. And you can... Okay. Dude, this is awesome. How is this in this game? I don't know. Oh, there it is. Okay. Man, this looks so cumbersome. It's actually pretty... It's fairly fun. Yeah, as you're, like, dodging the mines that are magneting towards you, you let loose two well, torpedoes. Yeah, there are also, like, other submarines shooting torpedoes at you, mm -hmm. and you kind of get behind the red sub, and, like, a little reticle locks onto yeah. them, and you launch them. I mean, people enjoyed this type of game at some point. Yeah. It's got to be enjoyable at some level. I've played browser games that are similar to this, yeah. but, like, also, I mean, much like Fort Condor, this is, like, actually a game you can play. Right. This is not like snowboarding, where it, like, doesn't even work. Right. More fun than it should be. It's like, More fun than it looks? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I have fun does it look. I wouldn't watch this on Twitch. So yes, more fun than it looks. <laughs> does he have a... Is that his health meter at the bottom? Like, what? I don't know. Can you run out of missiles? <laughs> Apparently not. Wow. Mission complete. Bring back events, man. Cloud, back. <laughs> Cloud is sitting in that chair like video games rule. I know. So the mission complete sign came up, mm -hmm. and I guess we have the huge materia. Uh, actually, I think we forget to pick it up from the bottom of the I, ocean floor. That's right. I don't we think do. we ever get it. But we, it's, they don't have falls it either, out though. of the. Yeah, they don't have. Nobody has the huge <laughs> materia right now, and we're back in the cockpit. You received the Shinra sub. Phew, we did it. The huge materia should be at the bottom of the ship. sea by now. Let's continue the search. Get the rust off the fucking rocket. All Shinra submarine units, do you read? All Shinra submarine units, do you read? Alright, I'll do it. This is Shinra number two, everything normal. <laughs> Good thing you got it right. Your next mission is return to Juno Dock. We transport the huge materia from the airport. Those without other assignments will report for guard duty. That is... It's all over and out. That is all. Over and out. Airport. We should make it if we hurry. I'm surprised they didn't throw. Forget about the here. huge materia for now. We're climbing. A mash. The airport. No joke. sweat. Going to the airport. Uh huh. In the submarine. We're gonna pull up. Uh, wow. Are there towns underwater? Yeah, so now that we own the sub, the ocean is totally different. Yeah, we're back on, like, the world map, but under the ocean. Mm-hmm, and you can go around and surface and find a dock. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the reactor. Can we explore, like, underwater and find other towns in the ocean? Oh my fucking god, you gotta be kidding me. No way! <laughs> Yeah, this is the game that gives you the airship and then gives you the submarine. Yeah, which I like how you pointed out, actually, that you sort of get a submarine in Final Fantasy 1. Like, That's you right. You go to the bottom. You don't drive around, though, like on the world map. No, but you do get one, mm -hmm. and that's carried through to Final Fantasy 7 at least. 
Like one thing from more recent ones I've played that I miss is the like vehicle cycle, like right. of getting a different way to traverse yeah. the world map. Like I don't know how they would even translate something like that to a more realistic. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> the real world works that way in some fashion. Dude, this is our new <laughs> mode of transportation. You don't remember getting the Shinra sub? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I wonder if that weird island that we were like, how do we get onto this, if we can go under it? Maybe we can come up underneath. Oh! Either that or there's a chocobo that can run over water and mountains. Oh yeah, that um, local story from my town that my mom just sent me. Mm. It's about a woman who was knocked off of a motorcycle by a flying turkey. Okay. <laughs> Jess Downing never thought she'd be taken out by a wild turkey. <laughs> <laughs> the 24-year-old Fremont woman was riding in her red 2011 Kawasaki motorcycle on the way to her masonry job in Chester one morning last week when a turkey perched on a stone wall in a field decided to take flight. While she's recovering from her injuries, the turkey wasn't so lucky. I bet. I got to keep the turkey, so that's good, she said. <laughs> This bike was pristine before this. I've been riding this because both of my trucks, a blue one and a gold one, have been down, and I haven't been able to afford to fix them, so I've been ripping this, as she said, pointing to the damaged motorcycle. She joked that she should have purchased her tags for turkey hunting this year. It would have been a cheaper route to go, she said, laughing. Oh, man. End of article. So folksy. So delightful. Right? Oh, I no. love, like, I don't... Huge materia. We're on the helipad of Junon, mm -hmm. and Shinra soldiers just took off. Yeah, we're, like, chasing Reno, maybe? Like, trying to figure out where Shinra's headed, I guess. But I think the huge materia's at the bottom of the ocean, and, yeah, yeah we're gonna figure out what to do next. Yeah, and they, like, take a jet plane and take off, and we're like, where's it going? <laughs> where's that thing headed? Rocket Town, of course. Oh, we go back to Rocket Town. Fuck yes. Finally. How is yeah? How has nobody had this thought about the rocket and the meteor? They did. Oh, that's what Shinra. Yeah, that's their plan. That their plan was to still use that so rocket. They would, right. would put the huge materia on the rocket and shoot it at the meteor. Okay, yeah. Right. Of course. And that's episode 29. A fantastic episode. Yeah, I love that. I mean, for one thing, that ridiculous boss fight was the first time I really felt like I had to be tactical in the entire game. Except for the, the, the Genova fight right after Eris died. Right, but that was yeah. more a function of it being late at night and you that wanting it to be like over. That was more like just be on top of it. This right. was like I had to be like, oh, okay, the counterattack, but if I do this, then Barrett gets picked up. I gotta, <laughs> which, which part do I have to kill first? Yeah. So we picked up the sub, we've dropped the huge materia at the bottom of the ocean, Rocket Town is up next. Yeah, they... I love this next sequence. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is gonna be Sid's sequence. Chekhov's rocket is about to go off. Mm -hmm. Is next episode when Sid has, like, that speech about what science gives us that, like, hits me in the fucking core? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Because then we go to Bugenhagen, and he's got a bunch of mystical shit to say, yeah. and that's, like, kind of the opposite, but in the same world, well, and I'm like, all, like, sort of adds it. up. Yeah, oh, you, like, I'm so excited you know, about this. this game is really holistic, it as is. we like to say today. It's got the whole istic, istic. in it. It's got... And... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the scholastic and the spiritualistic. The holistic. The I mean, on top of that, I mean, poor Reno, Nevada. Poor Reno. <laughs> I think we have some fans in Reno. I hope we haven't offended you. We think well, I mean, it we like think your town's adorable. Live there, love it. And yeah. the people who are in charge of it wish they were like. I mean, I guess it's not even the people in charge of it. The mayor was always like, "What are you talking about? Reno's right. great." But this marketing team. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a lot of fun. Oh, do you want to enter the life stream? See if there's any messages. Yeah, let's take a plunge into life's big ball pit and make some discoveries. It's always a, a real germ festival in there, so let's hop right in. <laughs> You know what? I actually feel real clean in here. These are the good germs, you know, you're, the kind you're always yes. hearing about. Yeah, the good bacteria mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Germs and bacteria are the same thing, right? They fall Close under enough. an umbrella. Yes. Well, I think most germs are bacteria, but then there's the good bacteria. Okay. Oh, I feel the message. There's a message coming. Okay, the message reads, Fans of Final Fantasy VII will feel right at home in Lunest, a fantasy novel by Kendall Rice. Magic, puzzles, and a quest to save a world from colliding with a celestial object unfold across continents rich in lore and language, culminating in a race to the center of a moon. You can find Lunest on Amazon in paperback and Kindle formats. That's L-U-N-E-S-T, Lunest. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that uh, definitely sounds like it would appeal to fans of Final Fantasy. I um, love those kinds <laughs> of giant, like, setting it on a world that's going to collide with another planet or a star I mean, or I something. I love stories where huge celestial bodies are coming to kill all of you, and mm -hmm. then you have to get in a rocket and maybe go to a moon and uh, fight something at the center of it. Yeah, I've I, always I've... <laughs> especially been in love with the idea of a moon actually being something that, like, you got to get to the center of, and it turns out maybe it's something else like i don't know if that's where that story goes but yeah. like you know the moon could be, could like be an anything endless crystal staircase full of hard-ass optional bosses in the very center <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway that's lunest go check it out l-u-n-e-s-t on amazon in paperback or on, on kindle thanks so much to kendall rice k-e-n-d-a-l-l -L. that's that's how you spell kendall mm -hmm. kendall rice for that great message yeah I would get out there. Support a fantasy author who's who's writing some fresh stuff that yeah. you haven't read before. All right, let's swim on out. And we're back. If you're interested in a live stream message, they're just $25 a piece. Just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T with the subject line live stream. We do payments through PayPal, mm -hmm. so just send us an email and we'll figure it out. I mean, that's a great deal. Just the other day at a coffee shop, I saw that... Uh, it's about 25 bucks for a glass straw and a glass straw holder. What? So, you know, you Holy could spend shit. that on this instead. It'd be way more fun. This would be way more fun. You won't be chewing on that. glass when you like, $25, you know, getting a fender bender. Thank you so much to Kendall Rice for this message. Thank you. And with that, please rate and review us wherever you like to rate and review. Tell a friend if you enjoy the show and you think a friend might enjoy the show. Yeah, that's a great way to support the show. Uh, the Really, the only way we can spread is word of mouth. Mm. Um, there's only so much that can be done uh, until we have enough 
Patreon supporters to like buy all the billboards in Los Angeles or <laughs> which uh, <laughs> when a podcast takes out all the billboards in Los Angeles you know what actually it's a good idea because then it becomes a PR stunt where articles are written about that podcast that took out all those billboards mm-hmm. in that one city and then that's how we like grow so fast that it's already the beginning of the end because we just can't handle the pressure and like the scrutiny that we come under I mean that's the goal isn't before it you know we're getting like fired by Disney oh my god <laughs> If we could get fired by Disney for this podcast, that would be awesome. I don't know how that would work, but... We'll start off by going to patreon.com slash nocat. That's mm-hmm. N-O-C-K-A-T. <laughs> get that bonus content. Get the episodes early, the video version. Mm-hmm. Support the show. Yeah. If you like the show. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Yes. Uh, it really means a lot, and it's been a crazy ride to get to this point. I mean, we're not even done with Final Fantasy VII yet. and Not even close. This season is <laughs> is starting to take over my brain. Starting? I mean... Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go buy our t-shirts and mugs. They're at Etsy.com. Search No One Can Know About This and you'll find it. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much the it. <laughs> That's the spiel. Yes. You ready for some dessert? Yes, I am. Uh, how about some sea salt and vinegar chips? Yeah, from sure. Kettle brand. What if we mix them into a bowl with like some marshmallows and chocolate or something? Whoa! And just eat it by the handful. Salty and sweet. Yes. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Having that now. Oil from an olive. <laughs> Could it be? Could it be? The oh, nectar of the gods. Olives have been grown in Italy for thousands of years. Legend has that the Knights Templar stopped in Italy while free, fleeing from France, and that they they selected an olive from a tree and named it the Son of God. Is this olive that they was it not Jesus who first had an olive branch? God, yeah. <laughs> Could this olive pit they found be related to all of that? <laughs> Could it? I don't fucking know. You tell me. The narrator's never going to get any answers, man. I feel bad for him. (laughs)